the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Savings at a brokerage firm or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500 and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to help build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and literally never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. Ah, welcome to hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, you do not want to miss our 1233 segment today. Uh, We are going to introduce you to a really, really neat guy, Robert Cooperman. Robert is the man behind Stage Right Theatrics. Now, I'm not interviewing Robert because Stage Right Theatrics is running commercials on our station for their array of four plays that will be performed Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon in Dublin. I'm interviewing him because he caught my attention when I was listening to the Andrew Clavin podcast, and Andrew Clavin said that in May, a play that he wrote is going to be performed at Stage Right Theatrics in Dublin, Ohio. So I was like, what is that? And then I found them online and started reading about somebody who's using their gifts, their interests in the theater, to put on plays that uphold and support traditional values. This resonates with me because I have a daughter who's very much into the dramatic arts. But man, we have, you know, at times tried to kind of tamp down her interest in a career in that field because it's not a field that's friendly to the kind of values we hold as a family. So we got to pull together, folks. Uh, I say all the time, you've got to support businesses that support the values you have. Because if we don't, those businesses, what will happen? They'll go out of business, and then you'll have no choice but to patronize businesses that don't support your values. And that could lead to a day where you're marginalized as a customer because you won't bend to the demands they place on you as a customer. Now, what, three years ago, that might have seemed like, well, they'll always be glad for my business, Bruce. Will they? Will they? <clears throat> what about Washington, D.C. right now, New York City right now? Can you just go into a restaurant, patronize the restaurant? Not if you're not vaccinated. So Robert Cooperman and Stage Right Theatrics is doing an important thing for the culture war we're in, and I'm looking forward to introducing him to you and having you learn more about what he's doing in Dublin this weekend. Support it. You don't have to go in person. You should. You don't have to go in person. You can attend virtually 
and then participate in a post-production discussion with the actors. Really cool thing. So that's 1233 today. Okay, so what about this effort to marginalize, demonize people who have different thoughts and ideas? You cannot swing a dead cat in Washington, D.C. without striking an influential person in politics, in government, in the swamp, who has an Ivy League education, right? You can't. It's the gold standard to be a Supreme Court justice, to be a senator, to be a politician. You got a Harvard degree, you got a Yale degree, you got a Brown University degree, you got a Princeton degree. They're the kingmakers. So I want to tell you what's going on at Yale. And it's going on in a lot of schools around the country. It's going on in states around the country. And why is this important? Well, it's important because it reflects current events and the erroneous attitude out there on COVID. But it demonstrates the degree to which we have been desensitized to the intrusions on our constitutional rights, on our freedom, on our liberty. Because if the people, and they are, there's no if to it, when the people at Yale and Brown and Harvard are doing what they're doing regarding COVID, these are the, these are the policy makers of tomorrow. If they are at peace with this kind of intrusion on liberty, with this kind of finger pointing, with this kind of oppressive persecution of people who just want to live free and exercise the liberty that brave veterans current and past, won for them in the theater of war. What is to say that in the future, when these people now doing this at Yale, Harvard, Brown, Princeton, when they get to become the lawmakers, the presidents, the Supreme Court justices of tomorrow, what is to say they won't ingrain this? Because it's all for your good. So here's what's going on at Yale. They have, first of all, everybody's vaccinated at Yale. You can't go to Yale and be unvaccinated, okay? So everybody's vaccinated. Yale requires all students to wear masks in indoor public spaces. If you are caught not wearing a mask, even if there's nobody else around, you're, they, they tell the story here in this uh, Washington Free Beacon story of a guy who was in a library. He was all alone. Nobody within 150 feet of him. That's 30 yards. He decided to take off his mask and watch a movie on his device. Somebody walked by, saw him from a distance, started videoing him, yelling at him. He said, well, I'll leave. If I'm making you uncomfortable, I'll leave. Seems like a reasonable reaction. Very accommodating. He got turned in to this secret police that they have at Yale. And you are allowed at Yale to report people anonymously. What about the constitutional right to face your accuser? Eh, It's not in effect. It's been tabled. For the public good, of course. So this is very common at Yale. You are turned in if you're not wearing your mask. You are not allowed to eat at another, at at an off-campus restaurant in New Haven, Connecticut, if you are a Yale student. You are not allowed to leave campus and eat at a restaurant in New Haven, Connecticut. Hello, freedom? These kinds of 
prohibitions are in effect not just at Yale and Harvard and Brown, but at Carnegie Mellon, Northwestern University, Johns Hopkins. Do any smart people, any decision makers go to those schools? If the people at those schools are putting in these kinds of procedures, is it reasonable to at least consider the possibility that these will become normal for us in the future when the next whatever they deem to be dangerous and for our good comes up? They can search your dorm room without a warrant at Yale. One student said, I have no clue who reported me for going maskless outdoors. The system here has had a lot of success keeping people scared. So Yale is relying on what they call the Compact Review Committee, a small group of unidentified university administrators who review anonymous reports and mete out punishment at their discretion. Well, you can certainly appeal the punishment, can't you? No, you cannot. Well, you could maybe read the guidelines and say, well, okay, I guess I can't do that. I won't do that. I won't get myself in a jackpot. No, there are no published guidelines for the Compact Review Committee. The students never find out who reported them. They are not given an opportunity to face their accusers and question them. All of which is part of the university's Title IX guidelines. You can't get federal funds if you don't observe, if you don't observe Title IX. All of these Yale policies on COVID are in violation of Title IX. Nobody cares. Why? Because it's for your own good. Again, everybody's vaccinated. Everybody at Yale is vaccinated, right? You got vaccinated. You were supposed to be free and clear of all this nonsense. What's the overwhelming fear of some Yale students? Well, imagine yourself a conservative at Yale. Is it beyond the pale to think that once people find out you're conservative, once people find out you don't share the majority opinion, the leadership opinion, that they could phony up charges against you and use this compact review committee to come and get you? Here's a comment from a Yale junior. A lot of conservatives are very worried this will be weaponized against them. This is an easy way to get people with different views in trouble if they are not following the rules to a T. How many Yale students have died of COVID? Zero. Zero. But in September of 2020... A Yale freshman told the Yale Daily News that the isolation of the pandemic had made her feel very worried about her mental health. Six months later, she committed suicide in her dorm. So this is what's going on at Yale. These are the opinion shapers. Now, I'm going to have more on COVID infection rates in Israel where the vaccination rate is at 90% and 80% of the 90% have received at least one booster. What's going on there? What's going on in Canada? And what if you say, I'm not going to deal with this nonsense. I'm going to get a vaccine card, even though I'm not going to get vaccinated. I'm going to figure out a way to get a vaccine card. Two people in Buffalo did that to get into the AFC championship game between, or to get into the a- an AFC playoff game with the Buffalo Bills. They've now been arrested and they face seven years in prison. Details on that next on the Bruce Woolley Show.
I understand the fight against COVID nonsense is a tedious fight. We're in our third calendar year of this, but at least now we're getting allies from places that you would not expect to get allies from. The Atlantic, the liberal Atlantic, has a story today, the the case, rather, the case, if I could read that would help, the case against masks at school. Yeah, for sure. But look, there are a lot of squishy cowardly organizations out there that purport to stand for things that when rubber meets the road, they don't stand for. They really don't. Uh, Boy, I could tell you about certain private schools that, oh man, they attract people because of what they stand for, but when they get a chance to stand for it, they don't stand for it. But first, let me tell you about the effectiveness of vaccines in Israel. Israel. They are a country that keeps people out. They have much better security than we do. They do horrible, terrible things like profile people who might threaten them. And they have to be a very secure nation. They didn't want COVID to be a thing, so they got everybody vaccinated. 90% of the population has been vaccinated. 90% of the population. How much of the population is five and under and ineligible for vaccination? Well, at least a portion. So pretty much everybody in Israel is vaccinated. And 80% of people in Israel have received at least one booster. Uh, Their new COVID cases per capita have broken the world record for cases. Uh, 500,000, half a million Israelis have received four doses, four doses of the vaccine. So the vaccines that were supposed to keep everybody safe, the ones that Israel put their faith in, uh, are not offering the protection from COVID infection that we were told would come with getting the jab. Nevertheless, rather than choose to live with the virus, deal with the virus, adjust to the virus, we are trying to um, control the virus. And the only way to do that, of course, is to control the people. In Quebec, Canada, to our north, very close, very close to us, New rules went into effect Monday that require people to show proof of a COVID-19 vaccination in order to set foot in a store, get this, with a surface area of more than 16,000 square feet. So probably here, don't have a vaccine, can't go to Home Depot, can't go to Lowe's, can't go to Best Buy, can't go to Kroger. Oh, wait, there's an exception. You can go to Kroger because in Quebec, there's an exception for pharmacies and grocery stores. Uh, If you want to go into a Target, a Walmart, a Best Buy, uh, and you are unvaccinated, you must be accompanied by a store employee as you shop, (laughs) and you will not be able to make purchases other than food or medicine. So if you need a new radio and you go to Target, sorry, you have to go to the dog food aisle or the bread aisle. Okay, so let me just ask. This is being done to control the spread of COVID. You can't go in unless you're accompanied by someone, if you're unvaccinated, into a big box store. Wouldn't being accompanied by someone, if you're unvaccinated, put that person 
more the person accompanying you more at risk of being infected. And then that person will go and presumably hang out with their fellow vaccinated people, which will then put those vaccinated people at risk. Wouldn't it be a better plan to, I don't know, if you're really going to take this to the nth stupid degree, shut down the store and only allow unvaccinated people in all at the same time and then fumigate the store? Yeah, but that would be bad for business. And so this is all just virtue signaling nonsense. Not hard to lose patience with it. I understand it. A couple in Buffalo, New York, lost patience with it and found out a way to get a plausibly believable vaccine card so they could get into a Buffalo Bills playoff game. Unfortunately, Amber and Michael Nab bragged about it on social media. Come on, people. And they were, of course, probably some Yale students in the uh, audience, reported to the New York DA. They now have been charged with a Class D felony, which carries a maximum of seven years in prison if convicted. Thankfully, the DA in western New York says he will not push for the maximum sentence, but he does say they will be prosecuted. So if you have a phony vaccine card, and I'm not saying you should get one, but if you have one, don't brag about it on social media, please. And what about this Atlantic story saying the case against masks in school? Uh, I will post this on the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page, or on the uh, Hooley Show Facebook page, so that you guys can read it. Most people, I think, still believe that, oh, the mask mandates are going away. We still have 53 million students in America who are forced to be masked. 53 million. We have 16 states that require masks for students of all ages, regardless of vaccination status. That makes no sense. Nine states have banned school masks, but five of those states are currently in litigation. Virginia is one of those. So here's the final upshot from the authors of this story on the Atlantic, one of whom is an infectious disease scientist, another uh, faculty member, emergency medicine doctor. We reviewed a variety of studies, some conducted by the CDC itself, some cited by the CDC as evidence of masking effectiveness in a school setting and others touted by the media to the same end to try to find evidence that would justify the CDC's no end in sight mask guidance. We came up empty handed. Of course they did. Even the wacky former death doctor Leona Wen of Planned Parenthood, now CNN medical expert, says masks are political theater, cloth masks. Kids are not going to wear N95s or wear them correctly all day long. This is nonsense. And any company and any school requiring it is ridiculous. Don't miss my interview next with Robert Cooperman, Stage Right Theatrics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.